Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So that's a statue? Just said sculpture. Sculpture. Okay. I haven't seen a picture. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I saw that headline. I didn't see a picture either. Okay, I mean, that is a notable um, moment in our history. It is, it's odd to me what we're choosing to commemorate. I'm not, I'm not denigrating anybody. I'm not saying anything bad about anybody. But it is interesting to me what we're choosing to commemorate here. Um, in, and, we, and what we're choosing to rip down and say, oh, let's not talk about that. Because um, I understand, I understand if you are an African American citizen in Richmond and you've studied the Civil War, or you're just, or you're just familiar with the Civil War. I think I can understand why you might say, "This is modern Richmond. Why do we have statues of Confederate leaders?" I think I've got an answer for that, which is that these are left over from 150 years ago. They do tell the story of what actually happened in this town. It's not like we're in California and there's a statue to Robert E. Lee and Robert E. Lee never went to California. I mean, this this is the real history that happened here. And whether you like it or I like it or anybody else likes it, this is the continuum of the population here at, at the turn of the century. If you go to the Valentine Museum, they're going to tell you it's all about white um, um whiteness and uh, oppression of blacks. I don't think that's the case. I think whenever there's war and a lot of people get killed, (laughs) there is the inclination, right, to commemorate not only the dead, but the people who led their country. And that doesn't seem strange to me. That doesn't seem like a unique circumstance here. I, I actually think that the whole idea that Every statue that went up on Monument Avenue and around Richmond that has to do with the Confederacy was designed to intimidate black citizens is probably a kind of like psyops. It's very emotionally manipulative, manipulative because if I, I just don't believe that's true. I mean, first of all, if you're going to put up a statue to Robert E. Lee in a cornfield on Monument Avenue where the richest citizens in the community live, and there are probably not a lot of black citizens there, that kind of betrays that narrative. But um, I'm just against tearing these things down. I don't think that they're helpful. But it's interesting to me what we are choosing to commemorate. Like slavery is so, you know, the civil rights movement and and the abuse of black citizens was so awful and so terrible, and it's very upsetting. But that's what everything is about now you know the, the every you know we were talking about the slave museum and 
the the statue down there of the freed slaves. It's not my choice, but I'd like to pose the question about are we contemplating the emotional reaction 50 years from now, 100 years from now about what we're putting up today? Since the allegation is that everything that was put up before we arrived on the scene was so nefarious and nasty. Um, if, if you're not doing something to be nefarious and nasty now, wouldn't you give people a break back then? Or are you really just doubling and tripling down on the fact that everybody in this community and everything that happened at the turn of the century was all racist, all horrible, terrible people who deserve to be expunged? I think a lot of people are going with the latter. I don't, I don't buy that. That doesn't seem like a very highbrow intellectual way of examining a complicated society that's existed for the last 300, 400 years since Jamestown. All right. 809 on this Wednesday morning. It's the 31st day of January 2024. I'm John Reed and glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. Brad Mars is a former member of the House of Delegates, uh, an attorney with the Mars and Henry Law Firm. It's been a while since we talked to Brad, and I appreciate you coming on, Brad. I, I know there were two things we we're going to cover. Can I start with the Trump stuff? I mean, since I got a lawyer here, I should ask you this defam oh. this defamation judgment of 80, 80, yeah, I know eighty three million dollars against Trump. Does that make sense? I mean, is it not legitimate for you? If you've been accused of something to con- to denounce, uh, say you didn't do it, and then denounce the person who accused you of it as a liar, if that's your story, I, I must be missing something here, or I don't understand the law. Explain that to me if you can. Well, what Trump did was, in all candor, just plain stupid. Hmm. Uh, he had already been hit once for basically calling this woman a liar, and she was compensated $5 million for that. And his response was to go out and do it again, mm-hmm. which is an indication that um, he didn't learn his lesson. You know, the, the court had adjudicated that uh, he was the liar and that she was telling the truth. Now, obviously, you can disagree with that, but the court is basically telling you that's its position that has been adjudicated. And, you know, to go out and do it again uh, under those circumstances is courting disaster, and I'm sure her lawyers were just licking their chops to get another chance at him. But is that fair, though? Him, is that under the laws of the United States, and maybe more specifically the laws of New York, are you not allowed to assert your innocence and claim that someone's lying about you? You're, you're allowed to assert your innocence. You're allowed to continue to say you think it's an unjust verdict. You're not allowed to go out there uh, calling her what he called her. Uh, you know, impugning her integrity, et cetera. Now, what the other problem he had was his ability to contest the case was basically forfeited through a, a series of pretrial behaviors by him and his lawyers where he, he got punished. Um, and he refused to comply with, with requirements, and so he put himself in a box yet again. There is part of this award that I think um, – I hope doesn't stand up, and that is the amount of it. The amount of it is just kind of silly. Um, first of all, they compensated the woman another eighteen plus million dollars. If if her reputation was only such that compensating her the first time only needed five million, I don't think it's possible that that she incurred another eighteen million in loss in, in the few years that followed. 
Does that have and, to be documented? That's is that supposedly the money you would have oh, lost, or no? Well, that that can help, but the jury is allowed to uh, compensate her for you know humiliation, suffering, okay. intangibles, right? Um, and the jury has a great deal of discretion, but there's just no connection of that amount to reality, and and that is dwarfed by the fact that on top of the compensation amount. Uh, she was awarded $65 million in punitive damages. Now, most states don't limit what a jury can do in punitive damages. Virginia does. To put mm-hmm. this in perspective, the cap in Virginia is $350,000. Really? I did not and, know and, that. Interesting. And, so you, she couldn't have gotten that $65 million here, but she got it there. Um, the Supreme Court will potentially look at that if necessary. The Supreme Court looks at whether... Um, there's it's a little shaky in the case law as far as you know cruel and unusual punishment or going above and beyond or things that don't bear a relationship to reality the argument for it is that he says he's a billionaire and, and apparently the first award wasn't enough to deter him from slandering this woman so at some point the p- penalties are going to escalate until he knocks it off hmm. uh, but I, I would hope that the amount will be greatly reduced I expect that a sizable award will remain in place through all appeals. Interesting. All right. Well, mm, that's. I think that's concerning. It seems seems pretty uh, vindictive and punitive, directed well, I mean, exclusively there, at a, a Republican former president. But if, there's a, there's a right way and a wrong way to handle things. Yeah. And, and you know, being president and running for president doesn't give you license to go around slandering people. I, it, it's it's really clear. And he had ways to assert his innocence uh, without doing that. Hmm. So this this is, you know, whoever advised him as a lawyer, I'm sure told him not to do it, do it. But you he know, did he it did anyway. it anyway. Yeah. God, <laughs> and, I just think and, this is this is interesting. It's an interesting discussion because sometimes what you want to be the case is not what the law allows. And this is one of those moments where I'm thinking, all right, seems to me everybody else. I mean, O.J. Simpson is still telling us he didn't kill his wife. Okay. Um, yeah, but he isn't calling his wife a lying, a, you know, adultering, you know what? Uh, I mean, man, okay. And and she's not alive to have her reputation hit and her her feelings humiliated. You know, it's a different situation. It, it is. If OJ went out and called, um, I forget the name of of the man who was killed with Nicole Brown Simpson. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if he went out and called that that young man's father all sorts of names like this, he could be sued. But, of course, I don't know if anybody would sue O.J. I don't know how much money he's got left at this point. All right, well, let's move on to the other issue, which is restoring the voting rights of felons. And, you know, my my attitude is that uh, there is a place, there is a a system in place where you can petition the governor. If you can prove that you are completely reformed and you would be an asset to the community— which is often not the case. I hate to say it. People don't like to hear it, but it's all, the recidivism race, rate is horrible with convicted felons. I don't know why we would allow people who have already screwed up their lives to continue to vote to screw up everybody else's. And I'm not apologizing for that, but it seems like I'm in the minor, minority in that opinion. Yeah, the, the prevailing political discourse these days is to try to make everything about race. Um, there is no historical basis for saying that this is about race. That's the main point I want to get to. Um, and, and the first thing I'll tell you is, the, the, when you talk about felonies, you're talking about the most serious crimes. And historically, 
that was seen as you breaking the societal contract, you forfeiting your rights. So the first thing to understand is this is not something racist. It's not something that someone else is doing to you. Mm-hmm. This is something you did to yourself and others. Right. And you have it completely in your control to prevent this from happening. So let's keep that in mind whenever anybody accuses somebody of ulterior motives in denying rights. There's three big things that happen when you when you commit a felony and are found guilty. Number one, you get punished, which usually means a term in prison, if not life. Number two, if there was harm to others, you're ordered to make restitution. And number three, you lose your rights. And presumptively, that's forever. Um, it, unless you can petition the governor and show that you have rehabilitated to the point where you're ready to rejoin society. There's a process for that submitted to the governor's office, and it contemplates a a one-by-one review. It contemplates it being not many people. But it was really Bob McDonald who put this on the fast track, and uh, Governor McAuliffe greatly expanded it. Governor Northam stayed with it, and now people act like just because you're out of prison, uh, you should get your voting rights back. Well, number one, I don't know why that would be so. The fact that we're done confining you doesn't mean you're rehabilitated. If anything, you might want to tie it to whether the person has made restitution, mm, which minimally. would seem to be a greater indication of whether they've come around. Yeah. But one thing I want to say about this is historically, uh, this yeah. practice has its roots in the law of England that we brought here. Um, voting in England was limited to white male landowners. So that's why you know this is not racist, because if only white male landowners had the right to vote, and you can complain about that, um, but if only white male landowners had the right to vote, then they were the only ones who could potentially lose their right to right. vote. So very clearly, this was not targeting black people. Now, there was some discussion, right. obviously, at the 1902 Virginia Constitutional Convention of all sorts of horrible uh, ways to keep blacks motives. down. Right. Right. Exactly. But the origin the initiation of, it. of Jim Crow. Yeah. But this isn't one of them. This has deeper roots in history. I and, really think I appreciate the historical perspective, Brad. I, I think we got to decide as a society, um, especially as polarized as we are, whether we're going to allow the people who come. You know, every yeah, day well, I have to choose whether I'm obeying the law or not. And I choose to obey the well, law. And it me, seems to me, me the people who me. aren't are. I really got to run. I'm, I'm way over. But I appreciate the chance to talk to you, Brad. We'll pick it up the next time we have you on. Thank you, Brad Mars, for the Mars and Henry Law Firms. 818, we're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.